You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, listen up here, boys. Ken Rosenthal putting out the Twins' bat signal. I couldn't find the exact quote, but uh, it's it's making the rounds here. That you know, He's got a notebook out today in The Athletic, and, and he said the Twins' mindset is that they're not done adding, and they plan to contend and compete in 2021, or 22, I should say. And uh, I don't know, coincidentally, the Oakland A's are selling everybody right now. So yes. I don't know, can they, can they make another move or two to – to get you excited about the season? Yeah, they can go get me uh, Frankie Montage. I'll uh, then I'll uh, then I'll think they have a uh, a pitching staff that you could probably survive with and starting rotation. They need a little help in the bullpen, and uh, they need a shortstop. Now, if they go out and sign Trevor Story, even though his uh, he he likes Coors Field a lot better than he likes any other place. And then, uh, and then go get Frankie Montas. Then I'm willing to uh, say that there was a re- reason behind the madness that we saw last weekend. But at this point, at this point, every time I read that the Twins have made a call to somebody, <laughs> it just causes me to chuckle. So uh, just because uh, you know the, these guys lead the world in in uh, making a call. You know, I was looking back, 2007. By then, we knew we had a new stadium coming, right? So, yeah. and, it, and the attendance had gotten good at the Metronome. Why was there this obligation to trade Johan and let Tory Hunter go? Why, why, was there, why was there that obligation then? It's a great question. And then we they, all, were, they were willing we all, to... We all kind of accepted it, that they had to trade Johan. Why, yeah. why did they have to trade Johan? Well, I think, uh, and I think they they showed you then when they actually got the stadium. You know, people always forget about this, but they then doubled their payroll from like two thousand, you know, to one hundred twenty million dollars. But once you had the stadium in the offing, uh, and you were, I mean, you look at that decade. Take away the fact they could win a postseason game. They won six division titles. They played in a game one sixty two. And they had the turnaround in 2001. They had eight winning seasons, several of, what, five of them were 90 or more? And what was the obligation to not keep Johan and Hunter looking back at it? And I think we let them get away with it because we just assumed they weren't going to spend the money. But why not? No, I, 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 I know. retrospect, why not 15 years later? But now, no, Pat's a valid point. But now, Pat, they're making phone calls. Okay, they're calling they're on everybody. Babe well, we Ruth, talking, Teddy we Williams. Were about this yesterday with Judd, though. There, the timing of the collapse in from 2011 to 2014 couldn't have been worse. Mm-hmm. They had the new stadium. They thought they were going to draw 2.8 billion for the next decade because they thought what happened in the previous decade was reality and uh it it is astounding where this franchise was in 2010 with the new stadium 3.4 billion was it three point you know for attendance yeah yeah 
And they they owned the town because the Vikings had just gone in the tank in 2010. And uh, to see where they are today is uh, is is pretty incredible. And they better do so. Even when they popped up in 2019 and won 101 games, they didn't win any postseason games. So yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think the bad look, and this isn't just a Twins thing, but it's but it, but it also is glaringly a Twins thing. They're spending, even if they add somebody, they're mm-hmm. going to probably spend around the same amount or less money than they did in 2011. So, yeah. you know, ten years later, and we're still sitting here. All right, how are they going to spend to get to a hundred plus million dollar payroll? I think they're tied up for 85 or something right now when you include. Well, Billy Smith, uh, you know, they get fired for several reasons, including Nishioka. But uh, uh, but Billy basically got fired because he wanted to spend money. He wanted to keep the payroll up there even as they were going in the tank. Right. And they uh, they did not they did not want to do that because uh, they figured that if you were bad, you shouldn't shouldn't be going out and adding people. And uh yeah, it's, uh, you know, they have this horrible uh, cheap poll ad image, which I don't think is valid in, in so much so in recent years. But it when you look back from 2007 to then when they went in the tank, and then their answer is to go get Ricky Nolasco and that Vanable. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's easy to see why the public is down on, has been down on them for over a decade, really. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ricky Nolasco. Ricky Nolasco might have been one of the worst <laughs> athletes ever brought to this town, just as far as being – he is the definition of a dead ass. Like, if you had well, it in the dictionary, looked it up, there'd be a picture of Nolasco by the term dead ass. The only, the only day he was happy here was payday, man. He oh, was God. He, yeah. he was, My favorite thing about Nolasco, I think I think that it was maybe the first year of, of uh, Mackie and Judd, or it was the last year, you, Pat, you and I were doing a show together, but at, at some point – one of our shows was going to have Ricky Nolasco on because he was new. Yeah. And uh, the, the PR person, like Dustin or whoever, you know, said, I, I said, hey, what are some, you know, what are some things that we can get into besides the common, you know, baseball stuff? Like, what are some things that he likes or does off the field? Yeah. And the response back was, well, he likes cars. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> he, he also liked the south of France and Europe in the off season with Giancarlo, right? Didn't he used to go to? And he used to hit Europe uh, in the off season and uh, and uh, find out uh, how the south of France was uh, hustling there. He was, he was also lauded for having like six different pitches. You know, at some oh, point, yeah. maybe just focus on two. <laughs> just, <laughs> on two <that> <laughs> Let's master a couple first. And then... Two that are good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the focus. Uh, yeah. If they do, I you know, I I don't buy the idea that they're well. You know, they got rid of Donaldson because they wanted to get rid of 50 million. And if they do something with the 50 million, that's significant. Then, uh, then we can, I guess, say there was a strategy involved in all of it. But uh, right now they just look like idiots uh, for, uh, you know, giving away Mitch Garber so they could give away Josh Donaldson. It doesn't, yeah. uh, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a God, we got to keep Mitch Garber guy, but uh, I, I agree with Judd though. The first thing we want to see is catchers, in a catching stance, not having their crotch exposed to balls in the dirt. That's my next rule change. Sanchez. We Must don't want the leg out here five feet and then have <laughs> have young, virulent fathers 
losing their reproductive <laughs> organs uh, because you got the catcher in a position where he can't move. So we can steal 1.2 pitches per game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the reproductive organ rule must squat. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man! Did you did you see by the way? So some of the players are now reacting to you know to the rule changes that are going to come into effect. Some of them aren't going to go into effect till next year. But so the pitch clock is going to be a thing in 2023. And uh, Rich Hill, who is one of the oldest starting pitchers in baseball, right? Salty Rich Hill is not happy. I don't know that he's going to be around for the pitch clock in 2023. He might even choose not to be. But he was saying that we are losing the artistry of mm-hmm. an eighth inning, 2-2 two, two count, I step off the rubber to mm-hmm. psych with the batter, the batter yeah. steps out to psych with me. It's like, ah. And then everybody's home saying, I've seen enough of this. I'm switching channels again. Yeah. Uh, Did I also see that we're going to limit the amount of times you can throw to first base too? Yeah, I don't think that's doable. I don't think that's doable. They're going to try to do something, but, but what are you supposed to do? I mean, you... I think they're capping it at like two, and then you, you have to throw a pitch. I thought it was supposed to be three. That's uh, that's certainly gonna. Ricky Henderson would have enjoyed that, wouldn't it be? Oh you my know? gosh! I can I can leave now while the guy's in the stretch. Yeah. What, are you, what are you supposed to do? You know. But I kind of like the cat and mouse there too, because let's say they cap it at two, and the third the third one is an automatic base. If you do it a third time, it's automatic base. So you can do it once. Mm-hmm. But then, but then the suspense is, you know, on the second one. Are you going to throw over? or Are you going home? And if you burn the second one, now he knows you're going home. So there, yeah. there is some, like there is going to be some added different yeah, strategy. That, that to me is a phony, stupid rule. But then again, the Rich Hills of the world might just throw over to first base so they can continue to contemplate their this very vital pitch. <laughs> Hurry up! You know that is the, uh, the the to me the biggest problem is getting pitchers to throw more strikes and hitters to swing it more. We you got to somehow convince the pitchers that every pitch is not a drama that has to be played out for forty seconds. It's uh, yeah, you know you get you got to the clock the shot clock the the pitch clock's the only way to go and. and and it also gets your what? What are we saying about the electronic strike zone? There wasn't much conversation, right, this time. So they're this year in the in the minor leagues. I think at Double A, there's a, they're, they're testing different things at different levels, but it's going to be a challenge system in the minor leagues. So you'll get like three ball strike challenges per game to start with, which I think a lot of people. And listen, I am an electronic strike zone advocate. Mm-hmm. Robot umps now. Um, but I think you almost have to grandfather it in. You can't just full-on have an electronic strike zone replacing what we've had for 120 years. So I think a challenge system is the logical but first step. Here's my theory. If the, the, What it makes sense is if you go to the uh, pitch clock and everything, then then your plate umpire is going to become a policeman more than, a, more than the most vital umpire on the field, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, you, you got to have, if you're going to get in a box, Throw the pitch. You gotta have. He's got to be the traffic cop, right? Uh, you know, if you if you put balls and strikes and monitoring the pitch clock and making how are they going to get these jackasses to get into the box? That's what I want to know. <laughs> that question. has gotten you know when Louis arrives decides to walk over to the dugout and come back. 
What? You can't do. Yeah, you can't have that now. They though. should have a clock. Put a clock on the batter too. They, put a, they put, will put a, put a clock on everyone. Yes, they should. The pitch clock, I think, is going to be an, an at bat clock, right? Yes. So that it's not just it's the pitcher, but it's also yeah. If you step out and start mm-hmm. to, to adjust your crotch, yeah, throw the guy out. <laughs> like adjust in the dugout, man. That. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, but. Yes, I, I, there's no doubt the Twins are going to do something. It's just whether it's big or small, right? That, uh, you know, it, it, it just don't tell us, oh, don't have people leaking out all this great information on the, the one, the big moves they're going to make. And then, uh, and then have the, your new shortstop be who? Who's, who's, uh, who's Oakland's? Projected shortstop. They let wasn't J- it wasn't oh. Jed Lowry their shortstop last year? Well, maybe we're gonna, you know, you, you, you're gonna end up getting a C squad shortstop instead of Trevor. Or Polanco goes back to short. I saw they raised that possibility. That's a bad idea. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely, but that would not be completely shocking. Can't do it. Well, no, you're you're right because then they can play a rise on second. But yep. then you know, Polanco is. Just had his best year ever. Let's uh, let's keep I'm, him where he's a second baseman. You know what, Pat? The Twins were close on Story. That's going to be be the note. The Twins Where's were he, close. Who, but I don't think there's a big market for him. I guess Seattle, right? Wasn't that Seattle supposed to be in on it? So. Yeah, and Seattle, they just they just uh, landed Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez. I, I got a question for you. If you're a Cincinnati fan, you got to be going nuts. What is what? Why did they give up? They were pretty good they they decided to get rid of everybody who's the owner there Mark shot died it can't I, be her so, i don't know uh, i saw i saw who's the uh is it sheldon who's the long there's i saw one of the reds yeah, reporters sheldon. yesterday saying that uh, reds fans aren't going to want to hear this but their biggest problem over the last 20 years is they sell too late on some of these players like i mean that's just depressing yeah. the a's and the reds that you get these great players and then after like two and a half years like well i guess we got to trade them but the reds worked in that mode you didn't think you thought they were in the hey the central isn't very good right why don't we try to finish second yeah, you know, I I have know. Milwaukee, which can't hit <laughs> which know. brings back to the question how the hell do the rays do it year after year after year don't know it's one of the most phenomenal things in sports yeah it is everybody and now people i guess are trying to duplicate that but but when the rays go get somebody they don't go get a guy who's three years away, right? They get a guy who's, they bring up and help them win that's cheaper. That's basic. They get a younger guy who's cheaper when they trade a guy in his third or fourth year. What's the name of the outfielder they got that took him to the world's, uh, 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 I'm I'm, I'm, the Cardinals. A-R-O-Z, you know, whatever his name is. Oh, Arozarena. Arozarena, yeah. I mean, they went and got him. And they took him to the World Series, and now two years from now they'll trade him, yeah. right? When he's in his fourth year, mm-hmm. supposedly they made a call on Freddie Freeman. <laughs> the Rays, I know, but that's that's got to be. I mean, I think that was before the the lockout happened. What do you think that call was? Hey, uh, you want to? Maybe it was like five minutes before the lockout. Hey, do you want some security? Here's a two year deal, yeah. ten million. Yeah, we'll give you. <laughs> Uh, I, I will say that uh, I, I give the guy, the, I give the Braves all the credit in the world. Just saying, you know, 
to hell with you. We're not going to give Freddie six years, no matter how much you like him. And uh, we got a better hitter, and we got him for eight years, and we don't have to pay him as much money. We're paying him, uh, what, $22 million a year instead of the 30 that Freddie wants, and he's better. Yeah. So if we win the World Series again, you won't be mad at us anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, this whole idea that, oh, you know, all Freddie's done for the the city. Okay, he, did, he won a World Series. Hey, Freddie should be happy, right? And he's not going to the Yankees now because Rizzo uh, – Rizzo signed there for two years, so I wonder where he's going to end up. He's uh, he's uh, looking for a job all of a sudden. He, he should have taken the Braves' money when it was out there. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm just going back in history here because I was curious on our pitch discussion. There's like, uh, on average, compared to like 30 years ago, it looks like the average game has about 20 more pitches per game than it did in the in the mid-1990s. How long does it take? And so that could be like an extra, let's say it's an extra 30 seconds. And maybe it's even more than that. Cause like if you follow ball off, it's more than 30 yeah. seconds. I think when it really gets to you is the postseason when they, yeah. when they take every pitch is like a 50 second, you know, drama as to whether or what am I going to throw here or not? I think it's, I think that's when it gets to you is yeah. you're watching that. And it's, you know, you, you go you change channels in the third inning and, and you, you watch a, an entire, you watch the French connection again and you come back and it's the bottom <laughs> of the pit, you know, it's, uh, it's two it's, hours, 40 it's, minutes. It's, that's, that's what it really gets to you. But <laughs> it, you know what though, how many pitching, how many pitchers, Bill, what is the difference since 07? Oh how yeah. Many pitchers used. The, no, that, uh, I, I, that's a great question. Cause I think, think about how many, how many, there's probably an average of at least you know, one and a half or two pitching changes per game more than yes. 20, 30 years ago. I think yeah, I looked it up for the Giants. I was writing something about the Giants. I think they had 900 and some pitchers used, and that wasn't the league leader. That was like fourth in the league, 933 pitchers. That they Wait, used. what? Over over what period? Season. Wait, 900 pitchers? I think it was 900. Yeah. What? I think it was 900. Appearances you know, oh, pitching people. changes. Yeah, oh, yeah, not, not different. <laughs> no, how not deep is their system? No, not 900. <laughs> Let's bring in Ted from the Santa Clara. Yeah, oh, and I, <laughs> I, that I, awesome. That's what, when I have my complaint is 66 pitchers in a six-game World Series, right? Yeah. People say, well, they didn't have 66 pitchers. No, pitch, 66 <laughs> pitchers. That's usage, okay? Some of them got used six times. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes so, sense. I don't know. Hey, John. <laughs> yeah. What's with your NHL? I've never seen so many winning streaks. Yeah. I mean, the, these teams, you know, routinely now the, the Boston comes in here, they've won 10 out of 11. Yeah. And, you know, Carolina won 12, and Vancouver, when Boudreaux first got there, won eight or nine. What, all these winning streaks, really weird. Uh, yeah. yeah. Teams get hot and cold. It's, yes. It's yes. Coaching ch- changes as the Canucks showed us could help out but yeah there uh there have been some impressive streaks uh who was it the islanders were terrible for a while and then they got hot Mm -hmm. the oilers have been back and forth they've been awful at times their goaltending is just atrocious but they're good enough they get hot the canadians Canadians were an embarrassment to the tradition of uh la habitants and (laughs) peewee coach yep <laughs> yeah, that's actually true 
He was. Yeah. The, the Coyotes have won seven of their last ten for God's sakes, and they've been yeah, awful all but, year. It, it's weird. It is. Uh, I, I keep seeing. I look and I, I looked at the Bruins and say, "Oh, today I was reading they're playing the Bruins. I wonder how they're doing. They won ten out of eleven. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They they outshot the Blackhawks something like forty six to eleven last night. It went into overtime. Hey, by the way, the new Blackhawks that were going to show us, you know, they were going to come into the new century with their general manager hire. They hired, they interviewed Teresa Resch from the Raptors, the Lakefield, Minnesota gal, I know him. And they ended up taking their assistant. (laughs) Rocky, Rocky didn't, uh, didn't win the day. I mean, the old man said, no, we're going to take our guy that we got here that's helping put us into this mess, damn it. We're not taking some woman from Toronto, for God's sake. The apple didn't fall far from the tree in the Wirtz family. <laughs> no. They are no. miserable people. Yeah. They, uh, they, poor, poor Teresa was, you know, she's like the number two with the uh, person with the uh, Raptors up there. And, uh, and she had, it when Toronto media got a hold of this rumor, that the Blackhawks were to interview it became oh it became a huge story. She never had a chance with that collection of bums. So anyway. All right. Well Pat I got hockey this weekend, man. We're playing I hated Laverne in the state tournament up in Virginia. So mm. you know, uh, Buffalo High School played Laverne in a eleven PM Metrodome game one time. There you go. Mm-hmm. They beat the crap out of us. Really? <laughs> in in ball? Baseball, yeah. Baseball, yeah. This is uh, where we're. This is uh, the state hockey, twelve and under B girls tournament in Virginia, and they. I'm I'm not going. Obviously, they have a banquet on Thursday night. <laughs> so, you know how we used to pine for snow days as kids. Uh huh. They got hockey days. They just leave. They, they just don't go to school. They yeah. don't go to school. They're playing kid. Wait, hockey. are you are you anti banquet? Well, for 1,200 girls, yeah, yeah I think. If there's not booze, get rid of the banquet. Well, Pat's not drinking. He hasn't drank in 40 years. No, what about, no, I, I know. guess it's okay, but I'm I'm anti-skipping school to go play hockey. I think <laughs> as, they a skip school now for anything. Are, as a taxpayer, we are paying for you to be there every day, right? Not Pat, to go play hockey. They skip school now for anything and everything. It's <laughs> yes. not like the old days. They give you days off or just a day off. Yeah, well, that's true. Have fun. But, uh, do they, yeah. Judd? How closely do you follow what the the the, the, the school trends are? Didn't know, that, didn't know that you were following so when closely. When they have kids to... in the neighborhood, he sees that they're yeah. not yeah. there, right? Yeah, he sees these little truants walking up and down the street. I want these kids. I want these kids in school. School is a reason. Is, I mean, the purpose of school, social skills. That's why, and to basically have a place. And these poor parents have to sit at home with their don't, kids now because they don't go get to school. me on my homeschool tangent. Oh boy! Have you ever heard a homeschool kid who had an average under B plus? Right. <laughs> yeah. Three point eight is the lowest score ever recorded for a homeschool kid. Yeah. Has a parent ever flunked their kid? That's in right. I'm advanced this calculus. Kid this kid is a dummy. I'm holding him back. Kirloff, right? <laughs> Did, didn't Kirloff get homeschooled? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and I think it's disappointing. A, yeah. Dad's a. Hard to play that limestone. Wait, wait, wait. What, Pat? Dad's a what? Conservative, though. Okay. Yeah, he is. He is. But uh, <laughs> he 
guy can hit, so what do we care? Yeah, we don't. We don't give a damn. You're <laughs> exactly right. The guy can, he hit. can hit. He might be the secret weapon. He might be the secret weapon this year. I think yeah, they're going to need him too. I think he'll be their best hit. Yeah, they're going to need that. All right. All right, All right, we're gonna we're gonna go back to monitoring. Uh, we're gonna go back to guard watch, Vikings guard watch. Hey, here. nice, uh, nice signing there, that Hicks guy. I watched him a couple times. He'll tackle you. That's He's good. a good player. That's yep. A good signing. Now, right. they, now you just need someone to prevent other teams from tackling the quarterback. Yeah, so, that's true. All, All right. right, we'll talk to you later this week. Yeah, Royce. All right, that's wrapping with Royce on Mackie and Judd on the Scornoth YouTube channel. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.